are politicians good leaders? Well, no. And here's why I say that. Welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast, the podcast of veteran leaders offering leadership lessons to newbies. Whether you're brand new to leadership or expanding your leadership responsibilities, this podcast will provide the knowledge and experience you need to lead courageously and effectively. This podcast is a production of the Credible Leadership Group, a coaching and consulting firm devoted to your leadership development, career advancement, and personal growth. Learn more at CredibleLeaders.com. Now, here's your host, Michael Tanner. Well, hello there, my friend. Michael Tanner here, your host, and welcome to another episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's a great honor that you are sharing some of your very valuable time with me today. Thank you so much for doing that. Hey, today I want to talk to you about a a topic that has arisen a number of times in my recent coaching, especially with young leaders, first-time leaders, rookie leaders, if you will. And this topic has been brought up a good bit here lately. And so I just wanted to try to answer the question about the leadership of the politicians we see, certainly at the federal level here in the United States anyway, at the federal level, uh, but maybe also at the at the local level, the local government level as well. Because I get this kind of question a good bit especially, as I said, from younger leaders, newer leaders, and they're looking to the political world and they're asking themselves, do those politicians, are those politicians that they see on television, are those politicians good leaders? So I want to talk to that question. I want to answer that question today in this podcast episode. So are politicians good leaders? Well, no. And here is why I say that. Okay. First of all, you have to consider the context in which that question is being asked of me. Okay. So again, this is students of our Leadership Accelerator course. These are one-on-one coaching clients. These are individuals maybe that are in the group of a workshop that I'm presenting. And they will ask me something along the lines of, are the politicians that I see on television, are they good leaders? And in the context of that question, I have to answer the question, no, because again, they're asking the question from the standpoint of, so this is the way that these students are asking this question. I'm viewing those individuals on television. I'm watching them answer questions. I'm watching them make decisions. I'm listening to their rationale behind decisions. And I'm asking, are they a good leader? And so in the context of students of mine that are trying to learn leadership, and they're asking me, should they look to politicians as a good example for leadership? Then my answer to that question is no, you should not. And here's why I say that, okay? Now, understand, I'm not making a statement about a person, an an individual that is in the career of politics. I'm not speaking of, here in the United States, I'm not speaking directly of our president. I'm not speaking of any of our senators or congressmen that are in uh, our Senate or in our Congress here in the States. I'm not even specifically talking about a local, you know, a state governor or even a city mayor or anything like that. I'm not talking about their specific leadership capabilities, because the reality of that question and the reality of the situation here that we're presented with 
inside of the organization of that politician, that person may be a great leader. So if we're talking about a state governor, inside the governor's administration, inside of that office space, that governor may be a great leader for those people that are working for him. But publicly, we on the outside, publicly, we can't view him and determine him to be or her to be a good leader. And here's why I say that, because when we're on the outside looking in, when we're watching these politicians on television and we're hearing them in interviews and we're listening to the decisions that they're making, you have to recognize that we see from the outside in. We're not truly experiencing their leadership. We're looking from the outside in. And when that's the case, I would submit to you that our political system here in the United States, and it's probably similar in other countries as well, but our political system will not allow that person to be a true leader in front of us, the general public. Again, behind closed doors, that person may be a great leader, but publicly as a politician, the political system will not allow them to be a great leader. And here's why I say that. First of all, you have to recognize that the political culture that we are in will never allow a politician to accept blame or to admit when they're wrong. Listen, there's been plenty of politicians that made bad decisions. There's been plenty of politicians that took some kind of action and that action turned out to be the wrong action to take. But you've probably never seen a politician, you know, come to a podium in front of the, you know, the media and admit I was wrong. I made a bad decision. I made the wrong decision or to accept some type of blame for some type of situation. Instead, the political system that we live in, that these politicians are working in, forces that politician to place blame on other people. Rather than accept blame, they're forced to place blame on other people. Additionally, when there is no one else to blame, the political system forces that politician to to spin a situation such that they don't have to admit that they were wrong or that they had failed in some way. So if a politician makes a decision and that decision turns out to be a really, really bad decision and there is no one else to point the finger to, they can't blame it on someone else, then what they will do is they will come to the media and they will spin it. They will describe the scenario that in some way makes their decision seem like the right decision. Again, they won't acknowledge or admit the fact that they're wrong. And again, this is not to say that they are bad as a person or that, you know, again, behind closed doors, they may be great leaders, but the political system that we live in will not allow them to accept the blame or to admit when they're wrong. Now, in order to be an effective leader, One has to do both of those things. And in fact, the acceptance of blame, there's a great book out there. I highly recommend it. It's called Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink and Leif Babin. Great book. You've got to read this book on leadership. And the title says it all, Extreme Ownership. 
as a leader, we have to own everything. And so what that means, we accept the blame for anything that goes wrong. Conversely to that, we also give credit for everything that goes right. It's almost a little bit of a joke, if you will, but I sincerely meant it. In my leadership days, there would be times where we would be meeting maybe with some outside vendors or maybe another company or something like that. You know how these meetings go? There's typically, you go around the table and you do some type of introduction, your name, you know, your title or what you do and so forth. And when I would do one of those introductions, I would say, hey, look, I'm, I'm Michael Tanner. I have the privilege of leading our engineering organization. And then I would say this, and again, it's kind of half joking. It would always draw a bit of a chuckle, but I sincerely meant it. So I would say, you know, hey, I have the privilege of leading our engineering organization. So for everything that goes right in our organization, that's accredited to great engineers that we have in our team. Anything that goes wrong, that's all my fault. And so I would say it that way. And, and again, it's kind of half joking, but I was sincere in it in that as a leader, if something's wrong, I'm taking blame for that. I'm accepting blame for that because in the spirit of extreme ownership, if I accept blame for that or the fault for that, then I can also control resolving that situation as well. And then also as a leader at times, you have to acknowledge in front of your team that you are wrong, that you made a bad decision or that you don't necessarily know what all the right answers are. You have to be able to do that in order to be an effective leader. Accept blame, acknowledge when you don't know, you know, all the answers or or when you've made a wrong decision or you've done something wrong, you have to be able to acknowledge that. And again, in today's political world that we live in, politicians are not allowed to do that. You won't see a politician come to the table, come to the podium and admit blame for anything that's going wrong, you know, under their control and so forth. So that's reason number one that I say the politicians that you see on television and observe on television from the outside, they're not good leaders. The second reason I'll tell you this is they will not say, you will not hear a politician say publicly that they don't know the right answer, that they don't have all the answers, that they don't have a plan or something like that. You simply will not hear a politician acknowledge that they don't know. And this is especially troubling sometimes for young leaders because young leaders enter into leadership with this misconception that they must have all the answers. And that is simply not true. It is not true at all. Your team doesn't have the expectation that because you're in some leadership position, because you have some title, that you suddenly know all the right answers to all the problems that this team is going to encounter. Your team doesn't have that perception or that expectation. But too many young leaders enter into leadership with this heavy burden, this heavy misconception that they must have all the answers. And unfortunately, what that causes for young leaders is they enter into leadership and they try to fake it, right? Well, I'm not going to say fake it till you make it, but they try to fake it. They try to fake the idea that they have all the right answers. And so even when they don't know the answer to something, they'll just blurt out a solution or an option or a decision, right? They're not willing to take a step back and say, you know, 
I don't really know the right next step to take and to solicit feedback from individuals and so forth. And the thing is, and again, in our political world, you just will not see a politician say that publicly, right? So if you have a politician that's in some kind of press conference or some kind of media event, and that politician is asked a question, if that politician doesn't know about that topic or doesn't have you know, a proper opinion of that topic, or maybe they're asking for a plan when that politician doesn't necessarily have a plan, then what you hear in that situation is you hear a lot of talk. They're kind of talking around the bush, if you will. They're never truly addressing the question. They might've been asked a question directly as, tell me your plan for taxes. I'm just making that up, right? Tell me your plan for taxes. And they don't actually answer the question for taxes. They just kind of talk around taxes, right? Because they're not allowed to say, well, you know, right now we've been focused over here. I don't really have a plan just yet. We haven't formulated a plan just yet for taxes. They're not allowed to say that in this political world. But as a leader, you have to be able to say just that, right? So if a situation comes up and you don't have a plan for that yet, you have to be willing and able to stand before your team and say, hey, I don't have the right answer here. I don't know the right decision to make. And we don't have a plan just yet. So so let's get together. Let's brainstorm. Give me your ideas and let's work together to, to create a plan. A politician isn't allowed to say that, especially in a public forum. Now, again, behind closed doors, that may be exactly what that leader is doing to formulate the plan that they were just asked about in the media event. But again, publicly, because the context here is my students asking me, should they look to politicians as examples of being good leaders? No, you cannot. Because looking from the outside in publicly, you will not see a leader acknowledge the fact that they don't know something or that they don't have a plan for something. And then finally is this, the third reason that I would say to you that you can't look to leaders or look to politicians as good leaders is because you have to recognize that everything that we see from the outside in, everything that we see is scripted from some individual or multiple individuals in their public relations organization, right? We see this all the time. If you're a consumer at all of political news and things like that, you'll recognize that you can go to one channel and they'll be talking about one topic and you'll hear lots of phrases and and buzzwords around that topic. And then you'll go to another channel and you'll hear identical phrases and buzzwords about that topic. Now, the reason that is, is because you have to recognize that almost all public communication from politicians is scripted in some way, right? It's uh, been ran through the public relations machine. It's been wordsmithed. The right words have been picked out and they're going to utilize those words. That is even true in a question and answer type of session. So a a media, a press conference or a media event where the press is able to ask questions, then you're even going to see this scriptedness in that, right? Because again, what happens there is they pre-plan proper responses to certain, you know, hot topics of the day. And then if a reporter asked that politician, that a question related to that topic, then he knows to utilize the scripted language 
that he's been briefed on before the event. You see this all the time. And in fact, sometimes, especially today in the political world, you see even the selection of questions being scripted, right? So you just have to recognize that everything you're viewing in these politicians, it's scripted in some way. And if you've been in leadership for even one minute, you recognize that your world as a leader is not scripted at all, right? Something new is going to come your way on a daily basis. Your team is going to surprise you with something new every single day. So it is not scripted at all. And there are certainly going to be circumstances and situations where maybe you're in a group meeting, maybe you're in a team meeting or something like that, or or maybe you're you know, in an individual one-on-one situation and you have to be able to lead in an unscripted way. Certainly in the corporate world and in leadership, there are situations where things are scripted for you. There are certainly times where communication that is going to be broadcast throughout an organization, that that is very well scripted. You know, you oftentimes see this happen maybe when a, a big, some type of big change, organizational change or, or operational change is happening within a business, then top-down utilizing you know, public relations or HR-type individuals, they will script the message that's going to be distributed to all the team members. Oftentimes, you see this in the form of uh, FAQs, frequently asked questions. You see this in a document, right? So there are certainly times, especially in the corporate world, where your leadership is a bit scripted for you, but that is the rare exception. The vast majority of your leadership is going to be completely unscripted. So you're going to have to be able to think rationally. You're going to have to be able to, you know, keep emotions out of a situation and you're going to have to do that on the fly. It is not scripted at all for you. So again, going back to the question, what I see in politicians is that good leadership Again, I would say no, because what you're seeing is very well scripted and very well controlled. And so therefore, what you're seeing on television is not an example of good leadership. So if you are watching the news, if you're watching some political debates, if you're you know following some local or some federal elections, just recognize that those individuals, they're doing great work, no doubt, for our government for our political system, but just recognize the system that they're in is not allowing them to demonstrate to you good and effective leadership characteristics, right? So don't look to them. Don't watch them on television and ask yourself, are they a good leader? Because the answer to that is no. Now, again, behind closed doors, within their own team, they may be leading exactly the way that we're teaching here on the Rookie Leaders Podcast. But you can't see that from the outside. So again, I would say to you, that is not the place to go and look for effective leadership. Now, with that being said, and I don't want to extend this podcast much further, so I'm going to actually take this into the next podcast episode. In our next podcast episode, we're going to be talking about, well, where should you be looking for examples of good and effective leadership? We'll talk about that in the next episode. So thanks so much for tuning in. I hope if you're at all involved in the political world, I hope you're not offended by my answer to this question. If you're looking to politicians, I hope that you can 
see the rationale behind my logic for saying politicians, you can't look to them to be good leaders. So I hope that's helped you. Before I let you go, let me remind you again about our leadership calculator, a free tool that you can use to measure your leadership effectiveness. Peter Drucker, one of my favorite quotes says, what gets measured gets improved. I believe you're listening to the Rookie Leaders podcast because you want to improve your leadership. You first have to measure your leadership. So take advantage of our leadership calculator. Head over to credibleleaders.com forward slash calculator, free tool for measuring your leadership. Once you do that, you'll get a report from us that describes exactly what you need to do to improve your leadership based on your score. So I hope you'll take advantage of that. Credibleleaders.com forward slash calculator. Until I speak to you again next week and we talk about where should you look for good examples of leadership, I want you to know that I love you because that's what leaders do. And I want you to be blessed and lead well. This episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast has ended. But never fear, you can find other binge-worthy podcasts and episodes at rookieleaders.com. If you like this episode, please rate and write a review in iTunes. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And remember to share this episode with your friends and colleagues looking for leadership lessons of their own. We appreciate your support. For more great leadership content, head over to credibleleaders.com.